I too loud in the house? Okay. All right, good. Um, well, if you're watching on Facebook, we are glad that you're here. Uh, if you're watching in the next few days, weeks, or whenever you come across this, we are glad that you are uh, watching and joining us. So let's pray and we'll jump into the Word. Father, we thank you for today. We thank you for who you are and what you are in our life. We glorify you in the beauty of your holiness. We praise you, Lord, that you have called us into the kingdom for such a time as this. And Father, today we ask that your word just comes alive to us, jump straight off the page and right into our spirit. Let it change us who we, to the very core of who we are, that we continue to grow and look more like you. We love you, Father, forever. We thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, we have been, we're still in Citizens of the Kingdom. Uh, we'll probably, we may change it up soon, we don't know, uh, because this is a subject that can go on and on and on. Uh, we'll never really grasp all of it. Um, but I have been on the subject of uh, healing. Healing is a principle of the kingdom. Healing is, it, 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 it's something that is vital to the kingdom. It's something that is, uh, it just comes along with being, part, uh, being a part of the kingdom of God. And we have a right to claim it. We have a right, whatever's in the kingdom is ours, okay? Um, that's why Romans says that we are seated, Romans says that we've been adopted into the, that kingdom, and it said, because of that adoption, we can cry, Abba, Father. It says, we are heirs and joint heirs with Christ. That means whatever Jesus has access to, we have access to. We're going to have to say that again, because you need to get that. What Jesus has access to, you have access to. Because you are a joint. You cannot be separated. You've been joined together with Christ and so everything that he gets, you get. And uh, I don't know, but thank you, sir. That is a, uh, some exciting stuff. So what I want to do today, last week we looked at uh, healing is a covenant of the kingdom. It's a, it's a promise. It's a sure promise. Today I want to look at how to receive the health care of the kingdom. Because there is a big healthcare policy that we have being part of this kingdom that we can draw on. And a problem is, is a lot of times we don't draw on it. A lot of times we, 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 we don't draw on it. And, and a lot is because we've not been taught that we could. We, we've not been taught of these benefits and, and what they are to us. There was a study done in 2017 and it showed that 55%, okay, you know that's over half, right? 55% <laughs> of Americans are medicated in some way. Whether it's health stuff, mental, mental health things, or whatever. And, and, and as the trend goes, it just continues to, to grow. And I want to put something out first because when you start teaching uh, on healing and things like that, people start getting weird. So I want to put a disclaimer out. And I'll just remind you, everything is on you version. 
if you want to go and save the notes so you can go back to them. We are not advocating for you to, per, to quit your prescription medications. Did you hear me? We're not advocating that you quit. Well, what if God tells me? That's between you and God. But don't go out of here and say, well, they told me just throw all my medicines away. Because some medicine, you can't quit cold turkey. It's more dangerous for you to quit some. And, 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 but I, so you're never going to hear that from this pulpit. Somebody said, well, just go throw all your stuff away. Now, if that's something that you and God are dealing with, go. That's between you and God. But know that you didn't hear it here. Now, does God heal to where you don't have to take medicine? Absolutely. What better way of a testimony than when your doctor looks you in the eye and says, hey, you don't need this anymore. That the thing that's been bog bug bogging, bugging you, the thing that's, that's been uh, affecting you is no longer affecting you. And so I want to talk real quick about medicated believers. Do you know that you are supposed, in the kingdom of God, you are supposed to be medicated? <laughs> it's probably not what you think. But as part of the kingdom of God and as part of, of, of this kingdom, God has provided medication for you. Mm. You have been given medication. And now let's look at it. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20. And I'm going to read out the Amplified Classic. And then I'm going to introduce a new version to you today. It's called the BBV. You know what that is? That's the Brent Belcher version. <laughs> Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20. My son, attend to my words. Submit, consent and submit to my sayings. If you're reading King James, it'll say something like, attend to my words, incline thy ear to my sayings. But he says here, my son, attend to my words, consent and submit to my sayings. So what's the, what's the first thing he tells us to do here? To pay attention to his words and then submit yourself to those words. A lot of times we hear the word, but we don't submit to the word. Oh, ha, try that on this side. A lot of times we hear the word, but we don't submit to the word. These two things have to go together. So he says, my son, attend to my words. Consent or submit yourselves to my sayings. Verse 21, let them not depart from thy, thy sight and keep them in the center of your heart. For they are life to those that find them, healing and health to all their flesh. King James Version says, they are life to those that find them and health to all their flesh. So what is life and health to us? The word. One of the first medications that you get when you signed into the kingdom, when you was transferred from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son, he provided you a medical benefit, a health care plan. And that health care plan came with was when you go and you decide to pick up your word and he said, my son, incline your ear to my sayings. Attend to my words, for they are life to those that find them, and they are health to all your flesh. Is that, oh, I think that's the way King James puts it. <laughs> they are life, 
and they are health. So let's break this down a little bit. First, the word attend. First, that word attend. That word attend means to prick up your ears. Literally, it means to pay close attention to. I can't think of that definition and not think of a dog. You ever been around a dog and make a noise and watch those ears go? You know? See, anytime God's word comes out, our ears should go. This is why, all right, please listen to me. This is why it's important, important for you to read your Bible out loud. You say, why? Because it's life to those that hear them. And what about my little internal voice? Your internal voice doesn't sound the same. Well, this is just silly. Do you know it's scientifically proven that you remember more what you see and hear than what you just see? That you can, with, you can recall more of what you see and hear. Some of us need to be rehearsing the word out loud. I remember when, when Dee was in the hospital with Sydney, eight weeks early or whatever Sydney was, uh, Dee's laying there and she's, she's, honestly, she's about to die because they transferred her from where she was. And at one point during her three-day labor event, she flatlined. And they knew I was a respiratory therapist, so they threw me the Ambu bag and I'm sitting here bagging my wife while they throw a hardboard under her and get ready to, and all of a sudden she goes, oh, there's her eyes. Like, thank God, you know? But when they were getting ready to transfer her from our local hospital into the larger hospital, all she did was kept, she was rattling off scripture after scripture after, and it didn't have anything to do with healing. It was whatever scripture she could think of. It was just coming out. What was she doing? Popping pills. She was taking her medicine. This word is so powerful that it doesn't even have to be a scripture concerning healing. We all know those old, those, those old things. Well, read this scripture for uh, bleeding and read this scripture for this and read this. And that's good. There's nothing wrong with those. But I'm telling you, you're, the, this word that God has provided for you will bring healing no matter what it is because he said, uh, pay attention, prick your ears up when my word is read. For they are life to those that find them and health and healing to all your flesh. Oh, goodness. <laughs> so the word attend is to prick up the ears, to literally pay, pay close attention to. The word life <laughs> For they are life to those that find them. His word is life to those that find them. The word life means living. It means alive. It means revival. It means to live, to have live. To sustain, to sustain life. My son, attend to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Keep them in the midst of your heart. Don't let them depart out of your eyes, for they will sustain your life. My goodness, folks. God's word will sustain your life. 
You and I need to have a diet. Some of us get up, we have, you got our little pill thing out, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, we're faithful, you know? If I don't take this, we're faithful. But when it comes to getting in the Word, it happens on Wednesday or Sunday if we're lucky. You wouldn't skip your heart medicine that way. Why would you skip medicine that sustains your life that way? <laughs> we would never dare. I got a paramedic sitting over here that, that, that drives an, a medical ICU unit. Why in the world would he look at somebody who hasn't been taking their medicine? Well, I'm not surprised this is going on. You have medicine for this. I wonder if God would ever look at us and say, I'm not surprised this is happening in your life. You never take the medicine that I have provided. Mm. I'm trying to calm down. Reese, is this my preacher voice? Okay. (laughs) We have a health care plan. It's the word. It's, it's the word. It don't taste bad. Sometimes it's bitter. It's what Jeremiah said, wasn't it? It was sweet in my mouth, but bitter in my gut. We would never skip our medicine. Why do we skip our medicine? He said, I'm telling you, Dee was quoting every daggone scripture she could think of. And like I said, it didn't have nothing to do with healing. So attend, prick up your ears, pay close attention to life. It is sustained life. It means to live, to come alive, to revive. And it is health to all their flesh. Jody, you know what the word health stands for or, or means in this sentence? It means it's a cure. It means cure. It means healing. It means medicine. My son, pay close attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Keep them in your eyes. Keep them in your heart. For they are sustaining you if you'll take your medicine. They'll sustain you with a cure. Oh, glory to God. Why do we skip the word? Well, I just don't understand the word. Then find you one that's easy to swallow. Come on. Find a version. Well, we're King James only. I'm not even going to get onto that. If King James is what you like, swallow it. And if you can't understand it, find one you can. Start somewhere. Gosh, almighty. He said, they are life to those that find them and health. It's a cure. God's word is a cure to all your flesh. Mm. The word all means the whole of you. Uh, It is anything. That word all means totally. So it is life to your total. It's life to your total total flesh everything that's wrong with you the word of God I'm telling you some of us need to go into prayer and say God I've got this going on with me 
Well, I'm, if, I, if I admit it, see, that's where the craziness comes in. If you're sick, you're sick. There's a whole other cult that says denied and it's not there. I won't even talk about them. When I go and I start confessing that by his stripes I'm healed, I'm not denying that I'm sick. But there's a greater reality than the reality I'm living in right now. And the reality is, by his stripes, I was healed. But if I don't take my medicine, if I don't take the word like it's medicine, then my flesh will never understand how good of a health care plan God provided for me when I got into the kingdom. Your flesh is your body. Now, you ready for the BBV? All right. It's the Brent Belcher version for you latecomers. He said, my child, prick up your ears and pay close attention to the words I have to say. Listen to all of them and accept them as truth. Keep my words in the forefront of your vision. Take them into your heart. My words are alive. They will sustain and bring revival to you. Hmm to the lives of those who discover and accept them. My words are healing medicine and, w- and a cure to the bodies of mankind. And before you run out here and say, he's coming up with his own Bible, all I did was put the definition of those words in order. That's what those words were actually, when they, un- when they read these, when the original followers read these, that's how they understood it. So we're not changing anything. Healing is for everyone. It's part of God's plan. It's part of the kingdom. He said, pay attention to my word. Incline your ear. Pay close attention. For they are life. The word is, but it's so hard to sit down and read the Bible. Nobody said you had to read a lot of it. Why do we try to swallow the horse pill all at one time? You don't do that with big giant pills, do you? You got these little tiny fancy cutters to take, make it into bite-sized pieces so they're easier to swallow. Start somewhere with your daily diet of taking the Word of God. If you can only take it for 10 minutes, take it for 10 minutes. Put something of the Word inside of you because it is a cure to your whole body. It's a cure to your whole body. It's health to your flesh. Oh, my goodness. Well, I'm telling you, you will, if you take medicine, you won't skip it. We're faithful. But the cure? The cure. The cure is in the Word. John chapter 1. John chapter 1. If we can't accept this as true, if we can't accept what the scripture we just read is true, well, I believe that's spiritual healing. Then why did he say it's health to all your flesh? Well, no, it's spiritual. It can't be spiritual healing. My, my flesh had nothing to do with it. And besides, the moment you awakened to salvation, <laughs> you didn't get healed. You don't get... Sp- this is going to get me in trouble. 
when you come awaken to that, you did not get spiritually healed. You became a new creature. Has nothing to do with healing your spirit. Well, I believe Isaiah 53, it means spiritual healing. By his stripes, we are healed. You're not healed spiritually. You're made brand new spiritually. When you're healed, you're healed in your flesh. You're healed in your body. If my spirit, got, only God healed, my spirit could get sick again. That means God's blood wasn't enough. But I know that's a lie. I know that's not true. Come on. And if we can't believe the scriptures we just read, if we can't believe that his word is life, then we can't believe none of it. Well, I'll believe this part, but I won't believe it that way. He still said his word is health and life to all your flesh. There's no other way to believe it, Jeff. Well, why does this and that? I wish I could tell you why. But I could tell you what the word says. I don't know the why of Jason, but I know the why of the word. I know the word. John chapter 1. Can we trust this verse? Let's see. Verse 29. The very next day, John saw Jesus coming to him to be baptized. John cried out, look, there he is, God's lamb. He will take away the sins of the world. Oh, yes, yes, yes. We'll shout up and down. We'll get fired up. Jesus took away the sins of the world. Praise the Lord. Well, if that's true, the whole thing's true. The whole, of the, the whole of the book has to be true. And we have to accept that Proverbs chapter 4 says, pay close attention to my word. Incline your ear to my sayings. Keep them in front of your face. Meditate on them. For they are life to those that find them. They are revival they are revivant, and they are a cure to all your flesh, all your flesh. We would never skip a pill. We wouldn't do it. Why in the world do we skip the Word of God? I'm not asking you when's the last time you read or how often you read, but I'm telling you, it needs to happen. As faithfully as you take your medicine, take your medicine. Put the word in you. So we know this is true. <laughs> well, what if I, I'm still getting sick? Take more medicine. This is one thing you can't over... Oh, this is one thing you can't overdose on. You can't overdose on this medicine. You can take it all day long. Take it all night long. You don't have to wait four hours in between and it won't upset your stomach and it won't damage your liver. I'm telling you right now, it is a cure for what ails you. It is what you need daily in your life. This is better than a commercial comes on TV. The whole of God's word 
brings healing. You don't have to know all the healing scriptures. Well, what if I, I just pick up my Bible, I'm sick, I'm sick. Start reading. Just take medicine. Just take it. As fast as you would grab something else. Take more medicine. I don't understand it. Then find you some that's easy to swallow. Well, now, we do understand that Jesus did not speak King James. We do understand that there is a V behind King James, right? You may guess what that V means? Version. That when they sat down, he wanted a, 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 a Bible that he could have his name on because he didn't like people reading the Geneva Bible because it was the man's Bible. Didn't know that they were taking parts of the Geneva Bible to make the King James Version. Oh, if we got KJV people, we're, they're freaking out on me right now. <laughs> now, is some of it interpreted, well, that, it's all interpretation of man. All of it is. And here's the kicker. Jesus didn't even have the New Testament. We're so blessed, we get two covenants. He got everything that he brought to his people, the people out of the old covenant. But he said, I'm going to leave you with a better covenant. I'm not going to leave you with what everybody else has always taken. I'm going to give you some more. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Go to Psalms 107. More medicine. Well, I just don't believe that. I can't help it if you don't believe it. I still know what the Word says. The Word says that it's life. Carol, why do you think you're still here? It's the Word. You sit under the Word all the time. Some of you don't know why I asked her that. She was supposed to be gone two years ago. Four years ago. Well, here she sits. Why? Take more medicine. Take that word. Every day, she says. Every day. You know why you're here? Because the word is life to all your flesh. And he's not done with you yet. Mm. Glory to God. Janet, he's not done with you yet. Get the word in you. Every day, read it out loud. Let it get in your ears. Prick your ears up when the word comes on. Take the medicine. Y'all can think I'm crazy if you want, but I've seen it work. Proverb, where we at? No, we're in Psalms 107. Verse 20, 17, sorry, not verse 17. I'm going to read this out of the message. You know why? Because I can. Some of you are sick because you'd lived a bad life. Your body's feeling the effects of your sin. You couldn't stand the sight of food so miserable you thought you'd be better off dead. Then you called out to God in your desperate condition. He got you out in the nick of time. He spoke the word that healed you. Woo! King James Version says, you sent your word 
and healed them. But I like how the message puts it. You spoke your word that healed them. Folks, every word of this, even though mankind wrote it down, we believe that it was inspired. It was God-breathed. And holy men wrote down as they were moved upon by the Holy Spirit. And as they wrote it, God was inlining in your health care plan into every line of that book. You spoke the word that healed them, that healed you. He spoke the word. Then pulled you back from the brink of death. So thank God for his marvelous love, for his miracle mercy to the, chi- on the, to the children he loves. Offer thanksgiving sacrifices to tell the world what he's done. Sing it out. Man, we ought to be shouting when we don't. I, there's a song that I, I've been listening to here lately um, that says, I will praise you until my voice is gone, and then I'll still make noise. Man, he said he spoke the word that healed you and pulled you back from the brink of death. Folks, we have a great health care plan. People change jobs to get good health care plans, Dave. Man, we don't even have to change jobs. We don't have to go nowhere. All we have to do is get up, push a button, turn a page, however you read it. Don't matter how you read it, however you read it. You know why? Because not only should we have medicated believers. See, that's the reason a lot of people are sick. They're not medicated. They never pick this up. Well, I believe in God for healing. How much of a medicine are you taking? Well, I take everything the doctor tells me. This is the one that says it's a cure. This is the one that's health to all our flesh. Why do you think it's when, they, when you go to the doctor, they call it practicing medicine? But they call Jesus the great physician. Yeah. <laughs> and I know people sitting back say, man, you're using all the cliches. No, I'm not. I'm just telling you the truth. <laughs> the gospel. <laughs> That's funny. I hadn't heard that one. this is strong medicine let me show you how strong this medicine is go to Hebrews chapter 4 Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12 let me put my glasses on because I'll start quoting King James Version and I'm reading out of the message Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12 out of the message God means what he says what he says goes His word, his powerful word, is sharp as a surgeon's scalpel. King James says sharper than any two-edged sword. This is why I love the message. He said his word is sharp as a surgeon's scalpel, cutting through everything, whether doubt or defense, laying us open to listen and obey. 
Nothing and no one is impervious to God's word. We can't get away from it no matter what. How good is God's word? It'll cut the difference between your spirit and your soul. And if it can cut the difference between your spirit and soul, and it knows the thoughts, King James says it knows the thoughts and the intents of the heart. If the word can know the thoughts of your heart, you don't think it knows how to cure what ails you? I don't know what your daily diet looks like. I don't know what your time with God looks like, but I can tell you what this says. And it says that this word is life. It's health. Go to Isaiah 55. I don't know about y'all, but this, this stuff excites me. Because I remember. Because you know what? Pastors get lazy too. Come on. We're just real. We get lazy too. I don't want to read this thing every day. <laughs> But why would we skip our medicine? Come on. It's bitter tasting sometimes. Sometimes it's not. Isaiah 55 verse 10. Just as the rain, I'm reading out the message. Just as the rain and snow descend from the skies and don't go back until they've watered the earth, doing their work of making things grow and blossom, producing seed for farmers, and food for the hungry, so will the words that come from my mouth not come back empty-handed. They will do the work that I sent them to do. They'll complete the assignment I gave them. Well, what's the assignment he gave his word? They are life and health to all their flesh. What's the assignment he gave his word? They cried out to God in their distresses, and he sent his word and healed them. He gave his word an assignment. It's not just so you'll know God more. It's not just so you can learn about the history and all the cool things that happened in the word. But one of the assignments of God's word is to provide healing for our bodies. And he says that it will not come back to him void. But it will accomplish that which he sent it to do. And it will complete the tasks that he sent it for. And he sent it to heal you. Folks, we have to have the word. Well, I just, I've had people say it. I don't read the Bible. I don't really need it. Well, I can tell by the mental state you're in. Well, I like to read certain authors, and, and they become like a Bible to me. No thing, no thing. It's funny because if you'd ask those authors where they come up with this, why do you think they put Scripture in their books? And I'm not against reading people's books. Read them. But they are not your medicine. That's a placebo. There's no substitute for God's word. And until we understand that, well, I just don't need that. I think we're beyond that. 
then you're beyond Christ. So I'm going to prove it to you here in a second. If we think we're beyond the word, then we honestly believe we are beyond Christ. Go to John chapter 8. I'm going to get back to that in a minute. I don't need the word. That just... Well, praise and worship is my Bible. No, it's not. Because there's a whole lot of praise and worship that theologically is so far off base. <laughs> well, you're just worried about theology. Yes, I am. I like the, I like the study of God. Because you know what the word said in Timothy, Rachel? He said, study to show yourself approved. A workman that needs not be ashamed, that you may rightly divide the word of truth. Hmm. Oh, goodness. Where did I say go, John 8? All right. Somebody's song's singing to me. Somebody might want to check your phone if you don't hear it. You got, if you got a song playing, it's playing. <laughs> okay. You're not talking to me. I'm talking to somebody. Somebody's phone's singing to me. <laughs> John chapter 8, verse 31. Then Jesus said to those Jews who believed him, If you remain in my word... What did Jesus say? If you remain in my word, then you are truly my disciples. Well, I'm a Christian, but I don't need the Bible. Then you're not a disciple. You may keep your backside out of hell. (laughs) Come on. He said, if you remain in my word, then you are truly my disciples. That's just what he said. Hey, that was my phone. <laughs> if you would have never leaned over there, I would have never known that was my phone. <laughs> he said to those who believed him, here's the key, do you believe him? And if you say you believe him, he said, then if you will abide That means to live in. Remain in my word. Then you are truly my disciples. Verse 32. You shall know the truth. And the truth shall set you free. So what is his truth? His truth is his word. Let me tell you something. Holy Spirit is never going to tell you something that will contradict the word of God. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> then he said to the Jews who believed him, if you remain in my word, <laughs> if you remain in my word, then you're truly my disciples. And then you shall know the truth. Well, why are so many people still bound? They don't know the truth. They don't know the word. And I'm talking about Believers. They don't know the word. (laughs) 
Let's go back to Proverbs 4. Let me give you another verse out of that chapter. Go back to Proverbs 4. Look at verse 4. 4, verse 4, yes. I'm reading now the Amplified Classic. Proverbs 4, verse 4. He taught me and said to me, let your heart... Now, what we've been looking at about the heart... What, do you remember? Your heart is your soul, your mind, your will, your emotions. He said about, so he says here, let your heart hold fast to my words. Keep my commandments and live. That word live, to have life, to remain alive, to sustain life. It means to live prosperously. You mean the Word of God can cause me to prosper? Absolutely. To be quickened, to be restored to life and health. So here's the BBV version of verse 4. My father taught me to grab a hold of his words. The things he says and what he writes, and hold them tight. Follow his instruction, and I will remain alive. My life will be sustained. I will live a prosperous life, and I will be restored to health. Verse 20 My child, prick up your ears and pay close attention to my words that I have to say. Listen to all of them. Accept them as truth. Keep my words in the forefront of your vision and take them to heart. My words are alive. They will sustain and bring revival to the lives of those who discover and accept them. My words are healing medicine and a cure for the bodies of mankind. And I'm not trying to write a Bible. But that's what the Word says. But I don't need the Word. We all do. Well, I believe our relationship with Jesus put us past this. So we really don't need this. All I need to do is just listen. Then you think that you've grown past Jesus. And if I, and Jeff... If I get to the point where I've grown past Jesus, then what am I listening to? John chapter 1. John chapter 1. Verse 1. In the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God. And the Word was was God. Well, he's talking about Jesus here. Yeah, but there's a reason why he called him the Word. My son, pay attention to my Word. Folks, we don't worship the Bible. That's crazy. But what the Bible is, is God's letter to me. It's his words on page. And when I take his words on page and I begin to eat them and I consume them like Jeremiah consumed the scroll. It's life. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. I don't need the Word, then you've outgrown God. 
Yeah, but I need Jesus. You can't separate the Word from the Word. The Bible actually is to point us to Jesus. The Word points us to the Word, and in the Word is life and health and healing to all my flesh. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God and he was in the beginning with God all things were created by him or through him and without him without who the word well how do I get to know the word the word and without him nothing was created that was created in him was life in the Word is life. Well, that means Jesus. Yep. Yep, you're right. It does. And he means the Word that points us to him. In him was life, and the life was the light of mankind. The light shines in darkness, but the darkness overcomes it, has not overcome it. We don't worship a Bible. The Bible points us to Jesus. It reveals everything about Jesus. And as it reveals who he is, we now see the healer. And he says, just keep taking the word. Just keep taking your medicine. <laughs> we have to have the word. The health care of the kingdom is based on you using the medications provided for you. First John, well, no, John chapter 1, verse 14, and we're closing right here. The Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we saw His glory, the glory as the only Son of the Father, full of grace and truth. That word became flesh, and we knew him as Jesus. And when I get into the word, that we believe that the words were divinely inspired. They were God-breathed, and men inspired of by the Holy Spirit, as they were moved upon by the Holy Spirit, wrote this word. And this word is life. To all who finds it. You know what that means? That means you have to look for it. That means you have to do a little bit of work here. Well, I'm not saved by my works. I didn't say you were. Because you're not. Everybody knows that. Well, in this church they do. You're not saved by your works. I'm not trying to get saved here. I'm trying to get well here. And I have to find they are life to those that find them. There's a work. How hard is it? It's just to read. Well, what if I don't have much time? We are so blessed in this world. You throw an MP3 in, they'll read it to you. <laughs> yeah, James Earl Jones will read it to you. <laughs> We should never be a people without the medicine. We have the best health care plan. It's the health care plan of the kingdom. It's in the word. 
So I encourage you tonight, take your medicine. Take it every day. Don't miss it. And if you have to take it four times a day, take it. If you have to take it twice a day, take it. If you have to take it four, five, six, ten times a day, take it. Take it in bites. Cut that thing up. Take the medicine. It's life. It's health. It's healing. And we have no excuse because it's easy. Amen? Let's pray. Father, we thank you for today. We thank you for what you're doing in us. I thank you for what you're doing in this group of people right here. I thank you that healings are coming out of this place. I thank you that deliverance is coming out of this place. I thank you that you that we are going to see even more miracles than we've seen, Lord. I thank you that you're doing great and mighty things in this place, and we'll be a people of your word. We'll value the word. We love the word. We put the word at the forefront of our vision, and we watch it bring life and health and healing. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.